welcome to the Just Dumb Movie Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about one of the most divisive films in the MCU. It's the follow-up to the first Avengers. It's called Age of Ultron. I'm Cade. <laughs> I'm Vance. Here with my co-host. Yeah, I'm Vance. <laughs> I'm Quinn. Oh, okay. <laughs> As you can tell, this podcast is a little bit scuffed. <laughs> yeah, and this is the big phase one, no, phase two movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because usually the phases like phase one had the Avengers, phase two has this movie, and phase three has both Infinity War and Endgame. And in my opinion, this is an underrated movie, but in other people's opinion, they don't really like it. And today, we're going to talk more about it. I have to start off by saying, Cade, you're right, this movie is very underrated. Uh, yes, is actually like. It's pretty good. So yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> this movie gets That's... a really bad rep, and there's a lot of reasons why, especially because it's very different from the first one. Um, yeah, and it actually feels like a more modern MCU movie, like a Phase Three. It, it feels a lot more because there's a. It's very lighthearted in some places, but it's also very dark in some places, and it's it looks much better. This is a very mature-looking film. It has um, it has a lot much better lighting for sure, much better acting, costume design. The sets are bigger. This is actually the second most expensive movie ever made. Yeah, behind the sure. behind one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, so it's uh, <laughs> behind yeah. Stranger Tides. Yeah, Stranger, wait, Stranger Tides. Oh yeah, yeah on that, Stranger that was Tides. A weird yeah. movie. That was weird. For me, I thought they knocked it out of the park with the villain Ultron, because he's one of the villains who's both terrifying and powerful at the same time. But for me, Ultron didn't reach his potential, because Ultron should have been like I. In my opinion, like getting the nuclear code and starting a big war, global war, yeah. which would have made sense. But I think Ultron is, for me, one of the best villains in the MCU due to his CGI, which is amazing, as well as James Spader, who absolutely knocks it out of the park. Like his voice is so terrifying. And really yeah, well James done. Spader, you might know from The Office. He plays Robert California in The Office. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like, he has a great saying. voice. He's very, uh, he's very intimidating. Um, one thing about Ultron yes. though, and that, that kind of plagues some of the movie is there's a lot of, uh, humor that just isn't scary because sometimes yeah. humor can be used to great effect where they make a joke and it's really scary and intimidating. Like the Joker is the obvious okay. example. I was about to just say, yeah, the Joker, especially the Joker yeah. one. Yes, but this one, he makes jokes sometimes that it doesn't, I mean, they land, which which sometimes makes it worse, because you're laughing, like, at the joke the villain makes, and it's like, <laughs> it's not very good, but that only happens a couple times, so. It's a product of Tony Stark, so, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He does it all the time as well, he, so it's a product yeah. of, yeah. kind of, aspect of Tony. One of, yeah, one of the jokes is, like, people make. Many people, yeah. like children. I lost the word for a second. Yeah, that it's, was 
the man that it's like it doesn't which that specifically doesn't really make sense because ultron is no. like this super intelligent yes. yeah i was gonna say it's a so, super computer basically like a like a yeah like exactly a super computer or hyper evolved super whatever it is <laughs> the other thing that plagues this movie is um it doesn't fit into the mcu thematically in relation to the other films like at the end of iron man 3 tony destroys his suits he's back with a suit in this one and a whole army of drones and the and then winter soldier at the end with shield yeah and winter soldier where maria hill well maria hill works for tony stark but she basically just does the same thing um Nick Fury, Fury burns all the documents and stuff, but he's still like he acts as like a head of Shield kind of thing, a kind of kind of character, and they blow up all the helicarriers, but there's a helicarrier at the end, so they're like Deus Ex Machina, so it's like, um, wait, they blow up the Project Insight helicarriers, yeah. that's yeah. just three helicarriers, but they get rid of Shield, and yeah. that's kind of like the whole thing. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I see your point, and I totally agree yeah. with it. For me, I, I feel like this movie, Josh Whedon in this movie, totally, like, didn't listen to anything the Roosters brothers did in Winter Soldier. And I feel like the Roosters brothers got back at him for not, um, not, doing, um, not following any of the setup Josh Whedon has in this movie in Infinity War and Endgame. Because the setup for Endgame and Infinity War is way different than the actual movies itself, probably because due to the different directors. Okay, so let's delve into this opening scene. So I think that this opening scene is interesting because it it differentiates itself from the original Avengers. Because in this movie, the Avengers start out together and pretty much you know they're a fully compatible team and stuff instead of the in the original Avengers, they're developing into that team. Yeah. But in this movie, you can actually see it in action. Yeah. This movie is... It, it actually continues really well from Avengers... Um, with the team itself. Uh, from, from Avengers to this movie where they're together. And then they start to recognize their differences. Recognize their different opinions. And then that comes to um, a head in Civil War where they actually split apart. So, yeah. So Josh Whedon, he started this movie off with a way, like kind of similar to the way he ended the last movie because, I mean, well, Avengers-wise, because in the Avengers, there's a big panning shot between all the heroes that are kind of working together. Yes. Yep. And then it kind of plays out to that scene where they're all kind of like standing together and stuff like that. And this, and then the intro to this sequence basically starts off with the exact same thing. And them all like showing like their powers and abilities and stuff like that. And then a giant panning shot. And then you see them all together at one line. And then, yeah, you also see some combos like Thor and Captain America, which I think is really well done. Yeah, so a couple things about this movie with the characters and the Avengers. It does a good job of developing the characters a lot more than the first one because now we know like the basics, their origins a little bit, or yeah. like most of their origins. Then this helps develop right. um, Black Widow especially and Hawkeye, um, which I think are probably the two best characters they focus heavily on them a lot I yeah as well they focus yeah. on like, yeah. the human aspect characters and so like the last one was, yes like, Thor well, or hulk they're gods like yeah yeah i noticed that a which lot which i think 
it gives each member more time to shine. Like, yes. the members who were pretty much, yeah. Captain America and Iron Man still have the most screen time, though. Yeah, I mean, well, the, yeah, the two biggest hits, so. Yeah, two interesting things. Uh, Scarlett Johansson was pregnant during filming, so yes. they had to use CGI and creative angles and shot and makeup and all that kind of stuff to help hide it um and stun double a lot so another thing is she i I have a question so she in this movie wears a suit that has like blue lights on it right yeah electric yeah so she's uh, the she's like a spy why would she be wearing bright lights on her costume just a odd choice why would Captain um, America I mean, wear the bright blue and white stripes in the middle of war when she's yeah. wearing like like dark yeah. armor materials and stuff like that? Yeah. Why would Iron? I mean, I was gonna say why would Iron Man be like all colorful and stuff like that? But he likes to showboat, so that's that's not a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna think like in the final battle, like it doesn't really matter because they're against all these Ultron drones, and the blue lights symbolizes for me electricity, and. It, you need electricity to take the things down. And she has, well, like, the electricity She has the electricity yeah. like sticks and then the electricity gauntlets. Yeah, I can see that, I guess. But it's also just, again, but it's, it's, st- just it's still why. just kind of weird. Yeah. Especially in the ship as well. They're, they're bright lights, and the rest of her costume is black to kind of, like, hide herself. Well, I, so. guess it, I guess it kind of contrasts her earlier looks of all black. Like, in yeah. Avengers and Iron Man 2. Yeah, but... I think yeah. the black makes more sense. Um, yeah. Okay, anyways, there's a lot of slow-mo in this movie, um, yeah. which I generally don't... Okay, two things I don't like generally in filmmaking because they're hard to get right is slow-mo and fading or dissolves um, between scenes, or not between scenes, but like in the middle of a scene, um, unless it's done because it's really hard to get right. But this movie actually does slow motion pretty well, um, especially with yeah. Quicksilver. Especially with Quicksilver. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so he's never actually called Quicksilver in this movie because due to yeah. legal issues with 20th Century Fox, because at that time they were also developing their own Quicksilver, and there's a scene that's yeah. very, very reminiscent of the 24, like the famous 20th. Time in the bottle. Yeah, I got yeah. I'm in where, the he, where he's like running like Jordan. really slow, like really fast like everything's moving really slowly there's a scene where he's running around in the ship and yeah. then like he's dodging stuff and then he just socks cap which I, the one issue i've always had with um quicksilver is it's still gonna hurt him he's still human he has no like 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 insane resistances like especially in the end when he's like fighting the ultron bots and he's just hitting him that's gonna hurt like crazy the metal i know he's them. like and especially the speed he's going mm-hmm Quicksilver oh, wait, have is you guys seen the show The Flash? No, yeah. I haven't. Wait, have you guys? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so in the show The Flash, there's this guy named Barry Allen, and he gets speed from being struck by a lightning bolt by Harrison Wells. So pretty much him being fa- The Flash allows him, I think, increased um, durability also, oh, as well as, like, he can, yeah. That's His power awesome. levels yeah. are probably helmet, different. Though? Doesn't he have to wear a helmet to like protect his eyes? His suit is like leather. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh no, no, his eyes are open. Yeah. He doesn't have anything around his eyes. Okay. But yeah, I agree. Quicksilver is problem problematic 
and I think that I know. So, spoiler alert: the reason that they killed off Quicksilver in this movie was that he was less su- successful from the X Men: Days of Future Past one. Yeah. Um. Well, also, well, I just well, think well. they'd have a lot of problems with a uh, a speed character, Yaquin. So the reason that they actually had to kill him off wasn't due to that. It was due to legal reasons. Uh, the only way they were able to get around uh, them having in it is if mutants was never mentioned, so they call them enhanced. Yeah. And then also if yeah. Quicksilver had to die then in the movie and not join the Avengers, which he does in the comics. So they had to kill off him. And I don't know how they got Scarlet Witch to like, go around that. Just shared the rights. Yeah, they just yeah, shared too. the rights for the two characters because 20th Century Fox owns all of the mutants. And technically Scarlet Witch is... I think... At this time, yes. Mutant. I think that's really interesting because this is the first movie where you can see two characters in like separate universes and stuff. Two of the same character in separate universes. Around the same time as well. See how they kind of trust each other. The one in Days of Future Past is my preferred version, but. I think most people prefer thing because he he has some mm. great sequences like the time in the bottle. And like whenever he's running, and yeah. he's more funny. So in the new Wandavision like TV show on on Disney oh Plus, no, no 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 listen, the actor for Quicksilver and that in Days of Future Past, he is gonna he's gonna show up in that movie as some sort of villain. So, yeah, what he's been cast in that Weird. TV show. Are they gonna do like I heard uh, I heard like the whole comics Earth six one six and kind of do like separate universes. No, I think what they're gonna do is probably well, multiverse like House of X. Yeah, probably gonna do the House yeah, of X comic series. Yeah. So for me, I think they're gonna um, do the multiverse because I feel like they're just gonna have like the X Men films take place in a different universe, like the ones with like Wolverine and Logan, and like Days of Future Past, and then they're gonna connect them through like Doctor Strange and Multiverse and yeah. Madness, which is gonna be their way of bringing the the past Quicksilver into the MCU. Just make all those movies MCU, so you have to watch even more. <laughs> I think they're gonna. I think the link is probably gonna be Deadpool as well, because like in the first Deadpool movie, we see a helicarrier, just a crash helicarrier. So the final battle is on, but yeah. they can't legally say at that Dead- point. But uh, Deadpool kind of takes places in its own separate yeah, yeah, universe. Yeah, kind of both, sort of. Is yeah. Cable in yeah. or not Cable? What's the what's the other Colossus. metal guy? Colossus. Uh, Colossus. Colossal. Is he in the X Men movies? Colossus. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he's he's in the Last yes. Stand. That's right. But he looks way different in the Last Stand than Deadpool. Like in Deadpool, he's played by four different actors. He's like all Broken. big and jacked and stuff. But in like, uh, but in like Last Stand, he's all skinny and he's not that big. Yeah, it's it's a very different character art. It's a very different character as well. Yeah. We should get back into uh, the movie. That's why Okay. Yeah, we should. Okay. I uh, I feel like it's it's interesting to like introduce um the twins this way. It's kind of scary and you don't really know much about them. So Here's the thing with the twins. I would have preferred um a sort of prologue um, and I think this actually would have worked really well. A prologue where we see Sokovia getting bombed, 
and we see their intro as like yeah, I... kids watching the Stark bombs explode their house and everything. That would have been so much better and so much more impactful than just having Quicksilver explain it to Ultron. Yeah, I wanted to see it yeah. so badly. Yeah, uh, and I think that would have been a perfect but... way to set the tone uh, for the movie as, you know, darker. And, like, Tony Stark is problematic yeah. and everything. And it would also fade really well into that opening chase scene rather than just opening with the, the chase or battle. I agree. Yeah. I think... I think that's a good idea yeah. also. I think that would have been really well done. I actually, I feel like, but it's also, I guess, a testament to the actor's delivery, which of the line, because sometimes the actor can deliver their backstory like ex- extremely well. But other it's always times, that it's show not tell rule. It's often better to yeah. follow. So, yeah. So- what, yeah, do, what do you guys think of the Iron Legion? Do you think it's like problematic due to like what Tony promised to Pepper at the end? Yeah, it goes against his whole yeah. character arc. At it the end. fits with this movie, his idea of a shield around the world, but it doesn't fit with Iron Man three. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like, however, the Iron Legion doesn't fit with Iron Man three. I still feel like. That this movie takes some, I guess, tones and like ideas from Iron Man three and continues to use it. Like I guess, like they use a villain from Tony's past coming back to haunt him, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, and a villain that he makes, which is Whiplash and Ultron. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, so the Iron Legion thing. There's that one drone that gets hit with acid in the face. That drone keeps getting a like, like that face face plate keeps getting a close up at, until Ultron uses it. It's kind of just hinting at Ultron using it. It's really cool. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then like in the lab scene where like you where Tony kind of walks into the secret lab, you can see like the bodies like the robotic bodies and stuff like that. You can see the first head of Ultron there as well, or the first like like new body of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It's really creepy, I guess. Yeah, that's the whole thing in the comics, is Ultron keeps evolving and creating new bodies for himself, uh, like, over and over and over again. In each new comic, he's got a new body, because they have to kill him at the end of the comics run, but then they bring him back with a different body, and since he's technically always there, because he always just finds somewhere to hide or whatever, yeah. So he's from the future is the issue. Well, That's the issue. He's from the well, future. Well, in the comic book. No, the I comics, thought Hank, Hank Pym. Pym no, I thought him. Hank Pym created yeah, him. I, oh yeah. wait, no, sure, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of Cable. I'm thinking of Cable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, Cable. I was thinking okay. of Cable. My bad. Yeah, no. Yeah, Hank Pym creates him in the comics, but instead it's this time it's Tony Stark yeah. and uh, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Well, here's the, I, the interesting yeah. thing is. Uh, since Tony Stark created him, he has to be more funny. But in the comics, they don't have to make him funny because he's created by Hank Pym. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't have been better if Hank Pym created him. Um, but maybe if there was some reference, just because Ant-Man is the next movie, you know? Yeah. They could have done something yeah. where it's like uh, Hank Pym had designs that he shared with Howard Stark or something like that, and then Tony Stark found them. I don't know. Or like on a blueprint, sort of like yeah, like hints at Ivan Vanko, sort of like for the arc reactor and stuff like that. That yeah. was so good, just seeing like like Howard Stark and then right below it, uh, uh Hank Pym, because they worked together at the same place. 
So yeah. why couldn't they have, in theory? Wait, no, I've, I feel like that wouldn't have worked as well because I guess a lot of people give this movie criticize, criticism for being overstuffed with stuff. Overstuffed that, with that's stuff. That's true, yeah. Because like, it foreshadows a bunch yeah. of films and I feel like one more film would just be, like they said, overstuffed. This is the longest so far. It's two hours and 22 minutes, I think. Um, yeah. I just fell asleep watching it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah um, it's long, but I don't know. Endgame's three and a half hours, and that's fine. So yeah. it's like... No, th- Endgame's oh, three hours. Three yeah. hours. Sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like... Yeah, but but yeah. you also got to take into consideration how long the credits are, which are usually... Yeah, like the credits for this one are really long. So... Um, I just want to say this podcast, we're recording a little bit earlier than we normally do, so if you oh, can tell, yeah. we're a little bit more tired and a little bit more Reco- monotone. Yeah. We're recording three yeah. hours earlier, so. I also feel like it would have been more helpful if Strucker was in The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Because we just hear that. Just a it's little. Yeah, scene as well. like a little. He's in the post credit scene with Scarlet Witch and stuff, but I would like to see him like as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, like when shield turns into hydra because we don't really yeah like taking the scepter or something yeah yeah, like that because we don't really know much about strucker besides him saying he's a hydra unless you watch agents of shield because his son is in it and it kind of helps explain him better but it's not really that good yeah yeah (laughs) okay do you guys okay i have a question about the sun getting real low with hulk and like oh yeah yeah that was interesting like I mean, the good thing about the sun getting real low it is, is that it has hilarious gags in the future with, like, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Which totally yeah. pays off that. I mean... I just feel like it's a weird way to calm the Hulk down, though. Like, and he's also just... Because he's always supposed to be yeah. angry, is the thing. It's just a line. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but still. It's, it's just weird. a line yeah. that they say. I guess they just... It's kind of weird, but... Yeah, I guess they just have to find a way to cool down the Hulk. Yeah. Like, they had to... Because if the Hulk was always like this rampaging monster, you would see him like in the Hulkbuster fight, like and stuff like that. Yeah, it's um. I also, people people yeah. often complain about um, Hulk and Black Widow's romance in this, but it's yeah. not that bad. I mean, they there's a lot of it doesn't I, it doesn't it, like um, amount to anything. But it does in this movie function really well, especially giving some key scenes that explain Black Widow, um, and like developing her as a character, and same with the Hulk and like how he feels about the other the other guy Hulk. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's done. I think their development of each character is done really well. But I feel like I agree with Vance that. The Bruce Bruce and Natasha's romance is not as bad as some people put it out to be, because it's like better than Sharon Carter and Captain America's romance, also. Which, yeah, I think it's done pretty good, even though it doesn't have any payoffs. I feel like this is also the first movie we really see Hulk kind of mixing with Banner a little bit, like like yes. character wise. 
because you can see Hulk has more he's more expressive and more emotive in this movie than he has been in any other movie oh. so far. It has more like oh. okay, I, I know why. I know why. So I watched um like a behind the scenes thing on this movie, and it shows that the increase that the technology has like in the original avengers hulk they had to do the motion capture and the face reading at different times but in this um movie they could do it at the same time and because of that andy circus explains it's like they're acting it's like still an acting job and they're still able to like express the hulk's feelings and stuff and you actually see in this thing bruce banner or Mark Ruffalo doing like some things the Hulk would do. Yeah, it's in a motion capture shoot. So, of yeah. course, Andy Circus is the one to bring it up. The man, the myth, the legend, Andy Circus. I know. I know. We'll know. talk about like motion <laughs> capture and stuff like that. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I actually forgot to point this out. So I really think that their attack on Loki Scepter is a great way of continuing from the first movie. Because Loki's scepter was a big part of the first movie, and having it as like a big thing of this movie is a great continuation. Yeah, I do have a question. Uh, why are they speaking English if they're in Germany? They're speaking English to each other. Every single one person in there. No, I don't know. Just a little thing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, the I like it when the the twins join the battle. Yes, I think that's a good feel, intro. Um, yeah, I feel like this in this movie, Scarlet Witch is terrifying. Like from like the scene where she attacks Captain America, that's like from a horror movie. She's like one of those scary doll things from a horror movie, and I feel like they yeah. probably shots out to make it like more intense i guess like fear road yeah i mean she she wasn't that scary to me i guess but well he, he's meaning like the creepy aspect originally of her like yeah. the creepy doll sort of yeah. you know how like they like kind of shoot around and stuff like that. it was i definitely got that feeling but like i like vance was saying i didn't really get to like eh, like i wasn't freaked out by it. it was just that feeling you can tell yeah. like something isn't right no, about her. Uh, yeah I guess yeah you know. that's that feeling uh, like I was saying with Hawkeye, um, like I was saying with Hawkeye, he's, uh, gets a lot more, like, he's he's more effective, I guess, with his bows in this, because they're robots and they have to, like, explode, they can't just be shot, so it's, uh, they're much more effective in this. Bows and arrow. (laughs) Bow and arrow. There's also the some gags in this movie from the opening thing, like the language gag. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, but I really like the gag in which Iron Man says, "Hey guys, can we talk them th- this through?" And he fires missiles at all the guards, and one of the guards says, "That was not a nice talk, talk or something." Yeah, Tony says, "Nice I, talk," I, I, and the guards like, "No, it wasn't." Yeah, yeah, it, yeah so good. It's, funny but it's kind of like it feels out of place well it's bit. tony's character sort of so yeah yeah but just because it's I mean, tony's character doesn't mean it's good i'm not saying it's good i'm I saying it's part good. of tony's character i thought it was funny 
I know, but it's still. And again, Ultron picks up like, on all that as well. You said the same. You just said the same thing with Ultron, just because it's Tony's character. Just because it's Tony's character doesn't mean it's good. I I never said it was good. So, yeah. No, well, but, but Tony's character saying. is really popular. So. Yeah, still, just mm. because it's popular, it's good. I like the hidden lab scene with Tony and Scarlet yeah. Witch. That was pretty nice. Uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, this is like I think the maybe the seventh or eighth or ninth time I've watched this, but so I really <laughs> and this time I yeah it's a lot. I th- I haven't counted that how much times I've watched this movie, but so in this scene I really I realized that Wanda inadvertently killed her brother by letting Tony take the scepter. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah actually, because Tony Ultron the scepter, creates Ultron, and then Ultron fires on the brother. Yeah. So, I noticed something. So when when we're in Structure's lab, Structure's lab, like the secret one right there, you can see that there's like Ultron bodies and stuff like that. Was he trying to create Ultron, yeah. or was Ultron already created at that point? It was just hiding, like it was. I know it was interesting. You see Ultron bodies. Yeah, you see Ultron bodies. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. That's weird. So I'm I'm wondering if Ultron at that point had already been created. Because remember, Tony and Banner say we were not even close to creating an AI or something like that. So I'm wondering. Yeah. If ba- so I, I wonder if Ultron was already created. Must have been close. Yeah. yeah. So technically, Iron Man didn't create Ultron. Well, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he he created Ultron. Um, I guess by like awakening him and giving him his mission yeah yeah I guess. so don't entirely understand the how ultron came into being because he's the infinity stones and jarvis says like it's like lines of computer code yeah it's also like a brain so how like an infinity stone is like a brain like a living oh it creates like a it, it's, it's no, like lines the of infinity stone the infinity stone in the scepter is the mind stone. oh that's a good point actually and because right, of yeah. that the yeah. mind stone is giving ultron like mind and thought and stuff like that yeah that makes sense yeah but... i was supposed to say is it well i forget what stone it was called but yeah it's the mind stone so yeah it makes sense yeah it's a mind stone but uh the the little one the little line where he says uh it's like lines of code doesn't really yeah can sense. we just can we just say the CGI in this movie is amazing, especially yeah. for like yeah, the Jarvis and Ultron yeah. originally. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's so good. I feel like every movie. ILM did work on this movie. Uh, it wasn't nominated for visual effects Oscar. Yeah, that surprised weird. me. And, um, ILM had to expand. They had to expand like their physical office space to make this movie they had to add they had to buy property to make this movie and they had to develop a new um software called muse which helped them with motion capture and real-time motion motion capture it's amazing to see what creator like people can do nowadays with cgi and some of that it's just yes (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy 
I mean, and this movie actually did not use a lot of green screen because, like, the actors traveled to, like, different, like, cities and stuff to film. Mm -hmm. It's a lot on location, which is really, really good. And it was probably added to the costs a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That's why it's the second most expensive movie ever made. Yes. Okay, so... Um, on the flight back, Tony uh, has a bumper. He has a sticker that says, uh, "Jarvis is my co-pilot." And Jarvis take the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeebus. <laughs> oh, uh, there's a Battle of New York statue on Grand Central Station. Yes, uh, first responders. I saw that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like the pyramid and stuff. That was yeah, yeah that was really cool. I know it was a nice. I think it's a well. great way. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great way of showcasing how people, uh, how the Battle of New York was like the, um, like the Civil War, like how people made stashes used for that battle. I think it's really yeah. good. Okay, um, the scene where Ultron is getting created or created. Yeah, you guys can't see that. I'm yeah. doing uh, uh oh. quotation marks <laughs> with my hands. Yeah. Yeah, the... Oh, it's... You go ahead, Cade. Oh, I think it also has the use of Avengers Tower, which I think is really cool, even though it's only used for one movie. But, yeah. There's a Cap and Maria Hill are talking. There's a little exchange of dialogue. And they set up that Cap and the twins are similar. Uh... Which is a very interesting concept. They don't really take it a whole lot further, but I just think it's really interesting to set it up like that. Like, who would be crazy yeah. enough to let a German scientist, a German scientist, experiment them, experiment on them for their country or something like that? But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. So that's basically what Cap is. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. There, so so when Ultron is getting created, I just love the intro sequence of like just just yes. seeing Tony and Banner Banner work just working for like three days straight basically. I feel yeah. like it's really really cool looking. Montage. But I yeah. kind of want to point out like they set up the cradle like they foreshadowed the cradle, which is uh, really well done. Yeah. yeah, when a Hawkeye gets hit. Yeah. Which I, when I watched this movie for the first time, I remember some of my thoughts. Like, I thought Hawkeye was dead. Like, I'm, I was surprised that they shot him so early in the movie. But, yeah. Turns out he wasn't. But then there was also, I want to point out one of the most terrible lines in this whole movie. It's when um, Professor or the doctor, the Korean doctor, oh, yeah. Joe, Joe, she yeah. says, Tony Stark says, well, I will. I assume you'll be at the party. And she's like, yeah. will Thor be there? It's so bad. Like, why? Will yeah, Thor be there? You don't have to say it's a bit that. Of an, it's a bit of an eye roll. Um, yeah, eye roll. It's terrible. It's not, it's not terrible, but it is. I didn't like that um, line one bit. So, uh, back to the Jarvis and... Wait, I think Jarvis we skipped past Ultron, Tony's vision. Right? Oh, I we think did. we skipped. Past oh, Tony's yeah, we vision. did. We skipped past Tony's. Yeah, vision. that's a big scene. That's a weird scene because. Yeah, it was. Is, it doesn't. It doesn't like. Come to anything. Well, 
Some well, things does, does, but we, we can't feel, say. We can't really say <laughs> something. I feel like it's the. I feel like it was the Russo's brothers' choice not to continue on this movie. Yeah, I would kind of like to see uh, Josh Whedon directed Infinity War and Endgame, so like these well, points can pay off. He didn't want to because he just said it was way too much to deal with all of the characters, and. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of right. You had to let two directors, uh, the know. Russo brothers, come in and do it. So, but, and they did but a great job. Really, so, yeah. But I feel like it's just kind of sad that some of these plot points never pay off. Like, yeah, Phase Two is kind of a bit odd in some points yeah. where it's like stuff happens and doesn't pay off. It's sad because for me, some of the plot points I actually liked, like the vision, I liked because yeah, the vision for sure is really interesting. The Ultron, the Ultron creation when he's talking to Jarvis originally is a nice little yeah, scene because it's just it's just pitch black and then you see a little spark of light in the like the bottom left corner is Jarvis. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, and then later you see the big orbs and stuff and Ultron attacking Jarvis in orb form. Yeah. That whole like digital sequence is really cool. Yeah, um, I do really have one question. Also. Yeah, I do have one question. Why is Ultron blue if the Mind Stone is yeah. yellow? Yeah, because then case because then casing is blue, but then cause I guess they didn't yeah. really want to give it away. It'd also be hard to distinguish maybe between Jarvis and Ultron, color wise. Yeah, so that's true. Why did they make Jarvis orange? I don't know. To maybe hint at him yeah. taking up the the Mind Stone later on. I don't know. Oh, Iron Man. Yes, but they should have switched him. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Wait, Ultron actually chose to be blue. Good point, though. Wait, yeah, Ultron could have chosen, but the the reason Jarvis is, um, orange is to hint at like the Vision, the creation of Vision and the Mind Stone. Because even though yeah. Vision, the Mind Stone isn't technically orange, it's still kind of close to orange. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got to move into the party scene. Um, the Th- Thor and Tony exchange. Uh, just like comparing yeah. Jane and testosterone. <laughs> yes. That's so good. Yeah, and the funny. Stanley, the Stanley cameo is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he says, <laughs> he says his most famous line when he's going out of the like he's going out drunk. Yeah. Excelsior! Yeah, there's actually yeah. Uh, there's a reference to that for game bands that I used to play called Dragon Vale. There's a thing that says Excelsior on it. It's really cool. I noticed it one day. I was like, Wasn't that a phone game? Yeah, it is a phone game. Yeah, it's a mobile game. Yeah, it's like cool. Dragon City. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. We were discussing this in Guardians, I think. Uh, Bucky isn't really brought up, you guys said, in this movie. Right? Yeah. So there's a quick passing line so. from Sam that is kind of brought up to Bucky. Yeah. He said, uh, "He says, I'm happy to keep following cold trails on a missing person case. So. Yeah, uh, I thought that line was really good at showing that they're still searching for Bucky, which will yeah. ultimately lead yeah. into Civil War. The thing is, I would not notice that if I wasn't searching for something involving Bucky is the thing. If we hadn't talked about it last time, so I it's did. probably a hard time well, to. No, I didn't. Notice. I noticed it when not looking for Bucky. 
I, I noticed. It wasn't that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't notice the first time watching it, but I did notice after some rewatches. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, the whole party scene is great. Um. Oh, the yeah, whole party I... scene shows that the Avengers aren't like godly things. They're regular people, just yeah. like me and you. It does. Because it does. that they drink and have fun, and also. Yeah. Play okay, games. so moving on to the the hammer scene, which is one of the best in the movie. This is my favorite um, scene in the movie. Yeah. It's a really uh, good scene. Everyone tries to lift the hammer and they can't, except Cap, who budges it. And there's a theory that he could actually lift it. That's um, false. False theory. Yeah. I don't Hold believe on. it. Hold on. No, wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I have. Full theory. You didn't even hear me. <laughs> the full theory is no, that. No, I know that. Full theory, it, whole, the full theory is that he could have lifted it, but he didn't because he wanted to be humble and didn't uh, want no, to I don't believe that. Thor, which I think fits with his character. Yeah, okay. Kay. No, I, no, I, the reason okay, I, what's I don't so evil about that? Is, okay, he couldn't lift it because that wasn't the original plan in the movie. And another thing, he couldn't lift it because he was still hiding the truth about Tony's parents, because well, he didn't know that. No way that you could be worthy. Yeah, he did. I'm pretty no, sure he not, did. Not at this point. No, he no didn't know that yet. Could... Not yet. Kate, he finds it out. He in the didn't next know movie. it yet. He finds it out in the next Captain America movie. He didn't know this at this point. Yeah, he only learned that after like he, he talked to he. But he does. He hasn't talked to Bucky besides. Yeah, but I, so. I still don't think Captain America could lift it. So, Kate, Josh Whedon said he could lift it. Yeah. The director I don't believe, himself. I, I don't, Why don't you believe the director feel, of the movie, Cade? <laughs> I feel I don't think I th- I feel like Kevin Feige said that, Feige. not Josh Whedon. Feige. It's also Joss it's like, Whedon. Not Josh, Josh Whedon. Whedon. Joss Whedon. Joss. O H. Joss. J O S S. So I've been pronouncing it wrong for years. What? <laughs> Yes, it's Joss Whedon. Great. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay, let's Kevin see. Feige. Yeah, you're welcome. It's also the Russo brothers. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Not kidding me on that one. <laughs> no, no, but I feel like the scene as a whole works better if Captain America couldn't lift it because it shows that He's Nothing starting to, to become more. He's starting to have more development, which I think would work better. I don't think it changes a whole well, lot. I think it fits with his character both ways. So I agree with it. Uh, I think it, I, for me, I think, I think it's, it's better. If inter- he I think it's just an interesting it. thought. Okay. Um, uh, just kind why, of okay. Why isn't that. why isn't uh, Hawk there? Um, Falcon. Who? Falcon. Falcon. Why Hawk isn't Hawk? Falcon there? Oh yeah, uh, at the when end. trying to lift the hammer. Yeah, because he he just like I guess he left. I don't know. I guess yeah. Um, yeah. So because technically he's not an Avenger actually at this point. But one machine is an Avenger type. Yeah. The, the, sorry, there's that big dramatic shift um, from the funny scene of you know trying to lift the hammer and everything, and then Ultron yeah. shows up and gives this super creepy monologue. Um, with no, no strings, strings on me on being me. like being like the most creepy line from Pinocchio, the, like the MCU so far, I guess. Uh, 
Can I say? Maybe like in total. Ultron is very, uh, very Bible based as well. You I know he, that? with the church thing. He's like the church. Well, no, because he this... talks about evolution. Yeah, oh, in the very... church. Well, no, no, no. He's he's. He was he like, do you want to confess your sins? Yeah. He also wants the he also wants humans to evolve, and the I church. I don't think he wants humans to evolve. He wants to destroy them. He literally says he, he wants, wants, he wants humans, humans to evolve. evolve. <laughs> and later, people it says he wants the extinction of the human race. Because he wants the extinction of the Avengers. He wants the Avengers extinction. That's what he says. That's what that, the and then it later awesome. moves into destroying the human population. Yeah. A bit odd. But that meteor wouldn't have destroyed everything. It actually wouldn't have destroyed a whole lot. No. Okay, wait. I have I have a big issue with this. So Ultron says there was a dozen mass extinctions before the, the dinosaurs got there. No, there wasn't. <laughs> Okay, it, there like two or three. It was three or four, depending on who you ask. Because yeah. there was technically one, but there also wasn't at the same time. But there was three or four big ones, and he says there was twelve, at least twelve mass extinctions. How could he know that yeah. if we don't know that? First off, and secondly, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, but no, but he, but he's like all knowing, like he's a super yeah. intelligent. No, computer. he got all his information from the internet, Cade. Yeah, and there's so much stuff on the internet. There's like more than the I can see. Yeah. So I don't. Think I know, but he's really a, a he's thing. a supercomputer that got yeah all everything else right. How could he get that one tiny mistake right? Like it it, it doesn't make sense. He's a he mega supercomputer. Uh, I don't think yeah. he got it wrong because I feel like that's probably somewhere out in the internet. You just need to know where to look. Oh. When they're talking about uh, Ultron later on in the, um, I'm I'm moving on. This is a this is a transition. <laughs> I'm, so Segway. Yeah, when they're talking about Ultron and Tony's talking about Ultron, um, after the attack and everything, which is it's a good it's a good yeah. but forgettable battle sequence, I think. Um, and then. Uh, they're talking about Ultron, and Tony is like laughing about it because. Um, I think that's really well done. It is really well uh, done. I, I I can I can actually relate to Tony in that situation, like I can relate to him laughing. Like sometimes I smile at the wrong times, <laughs> and I can see Tony laughing, so yeah. I can relate. And even that scene has so many great lines, like. It has, we can, we're the Avengers. We can bust arm dealers all day long. But that's up there. That's yeah. the end game. Yeah. Wink, and wink, nudge, nudge. Exactly. use of the word <laughs> end game. Yeah. But no, but that wasn't the intent. That, that know, wasn't the intent. This movie's a lot better on a rewatch. Um, like after seeing all the other movies. Okay. So the church scene? Is that where we're at now? The church scene? Like the first church scene? I think so. So there's a deleted yeah, the scene where scene. You, there's a deleted scene where we learn how to um or we learn how the twins figured out he was in the church. Yeah, I, I have that. Qu- I have that. Yeah, like, there's no, the little boy from the end, yeah. and the sister. But it was kind of funny because the little they were talking about Tony Stark beforehand, and the little boy just walks up and he's like, "The Iron Man is in the church. He wants to see you. who the yeah. Iron Man." 
It's yeah. kind of funny because you think it's Iron Man, but it's the Iron Man. It's different meaning. Yes. Figuring he's a titanium alloy man, but you know. <laughs> it's funny because it's not iron. Yeah, it's, it's well, he is vibranium. Not at that point. No, no, not at that later. point. Later. Okay, moving on to the like that the the vibranium. <laughs> First mention of Wakanda. Africa. Well, outside of yeah. With... Wakanda. Yeah. Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda. Sure. Yeah. Um. And then the claw introduction, Ulysses Claw. Um, he's one of my fa- one of my favorite actors. Andy Serkis plays him. He's so good. Great. He's the um, king of motion capture. Yes. Yes. Can I just say for sure? There's, there's a nice beating of drums for more African style beats when introducing Gollum. I mean, <clears throat> Andy Serkis. I mean, shoot, Claw. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's it's just showing like uh like kind of hinting at Wakanda and stuff like that as well for more African style beat mixed into more modern style music as well, which is cool. Yeah, it's it. The boat is called the Churchill. Oh, wait, no. The the thing that surprised me was that they didn't use Andy Serkis in a motion capture performance. Like, well, they do. His arm of... gets cut off. No, no, but like a full motion capture <laughs> performance, like full on. That's what surprised me. So, well, I don't think they needed to. So, I always forgot to bring this up in the other Phase 2 movies, but in every single movie in Phase 2, someone loses an arm in some way. And Andy Circus in this movie is the one who loses an arm. You guys know that? What? It's, Kev- it's no. Kevin Feige trying to make a reference back to Emperor Strikes Back when Luke loses his hand. Wait, wait, wait go over that again. That? Okay, who? Okay, so what's the first one? Is Thor the Dark World? Dark Thor the Dark World. Dark no, Iron, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3, that's the first one. Iron Man 3? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think who... Loses who... It, Iron Man 3. So who's the one who loses his arm in that one? I'm blanking, because I can, I can think of four. I mean, uh, several people no, actually I, lose their I'm arm not, and yeah, they regrow so many it. People, that's the thing. Yeah, 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 that's, 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 yeah you're right, yeah. Okay, so what then about the next one? The dark it's when, the dark when Loki um, cuts Loki, his hand. Loki cuts off his hand. His own hand? No, because of Thor's hand, the illusion. No, Thor's hand. Yeah, the illusion. Oh, okay. Uh, What's the next one? It's just Captain America Civil War, right? Winter, Sol- Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, I mean. We're talking about Bucky in that movie, or what? No. Who is it? Wait, no, I'm trying Who to Who loses their hand? Who loses his arm in Winter Soldier? Wait, wait, wait. I need I need That's... to see this now. Wait, wait a second, wait one second. Because in uh, Guardians, it's Nebula. It's Nebula, yeah. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. I'm watching the new Rockstars video on it because they they mentioned every oh one of them. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, because I don't really remember anybody in Winter Soldier. I can't find it now. I'll, I'll I'll bring it up later. I'll bring it up later. Wait, but then also Ant Man. We haven't got to that movie, but who loses his arm in the Ant Man? Uh, the okay, the yellow wait. jacket. Yellow jacket. His arm shrinks first. Oh my god! No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Okay, that's dumb. Yeah. It All is, right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um. Da, 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 I have in my notes as well. Ultron acts like a child all the time as well. He has like aggressive like outbursts yeah. for that. Do you guys? Oh, oh that... with the chopping of Andy Serkis. Like, I'm not Tony Stark. I hate him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like he has. That been... is an effective use of like comedy being scary in that scene. I think they do mm-hmm. that pretty well. Where it's like, I'm sure that'll be fine, but then he like also comes back at it and like just don't compare me it's a great performance it's a great performance in that scene yeah it's, it's also oh, a great monologue as well 
love the claws yeah. scared of cuttlefish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, scary. that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like Andy Circus really does a great performance of explaining cuttlefish. Yes. Like, womp. Yeah. Andy Serkis. Yeah. Okay, so then there's the battle on the boat. Uh, the slow-mo sequence with Quicksilver is done really funny, actually. is The actor for Quicksilver is running around, and then all the other guys just acting in slow motion. Mm-hmm. It's not like green or yeah. anything like that and like Captain America throwing shield. yeah that that's... shield is actually cg in a lot of these scenes yeah yeah i noticed because if you saw the making of this there's a yeah. couple scenes where the shield is not non-existent yeah. another thing that we didn't mention is captain america has like his a magnet on his arm that the shield can go to also yeah. shield physics can we just bring that up for a second oh, <laughs> what are God. his shield physics <laughs> Do physics even exist in a shield anymore? The shield just teleports back to him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one of the weirdest sequences in this movie is the Scarlet Witch. Um, when I she like know. visions. The vision. Uh, I really all like the visions. It's cool. I really think but it's very it's confusing. Really well like they're they're really creepy the... too. I know. Yes, uh, especially the Black Widow one where you see the uh, her on the table and she passes the girl with no mouth. That yeah, that cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then where everyone is in like a uh, Captain America's when like people are like they're like bleeding, right? No, it's yeah. wine yeah. spill. Well, it's like... wine spill, but it's supposed oh, to be. Weird. It looks like yeah. it looks, it's, it's kind of like Jeez. giving aspect that it has PTSD, sort of. That's what the issue. Yeah. Of at, that's yeah, one of the issues that Warriors had. Oh, even in the even in Thor's vision, like Heimdall in the no eyes, he's, he's like, like blind. I see yeah, dragon. yeah, it's crazy. Thor's vision hinting at kind of the next Thor movie. Yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that it, it, they were they were planning for setup. that. Yeah, they were. So that makes sense. Yeah. But, They're planning for a darker Ragnarok. But instead, they went Planet Hulk instead. Yeah. Um, also, Clint is so paranoid of being mind controlled now at this point because of Loki. Yeah, yeah that's great. That was a that's funny great. scene. Uh, that, yeah, that's great. I've done the whole mind control thing. Yeah, not, not for me. Uh, Blind Heimdall, Ragnarok, and then the Hulk um, scene after that. Oh, oh Black oh. Widow's vision makes it seem as if Black Widow should be a horror movie. That's what I was thinking. Because, yeah, the new like, Black the Widow movie. Of, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, another interesting thing is Veronica, uh, aka the Hulkbuster. Even Hulk the Hulkbuster is never mentioned oh, in the comic. Her name is Veronica uh, because, um, if you remember from Incredible Hulk, the girl's name was Betty, um, and Joss Whedon Let's thought see. that Betty and Veronica were opposite names, Betty and Veronica. So no, yeah, the fans. The reason it's named Veronica is because of the Archie comics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that the girl's name? Betty? I don't, I, don't know, I don't know really Archie comics. That's yeah, Betty and Betty. Veronica. I thought it was Betty. Oh, no, so the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Betty. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but... Okay. But so, in this scene, there's... Before this scene, there's a throwaway line of when Tony and Bruce were creating Ultron, they said that they created Veronica... To as a last case scenario, worst case, and this fight I think really showcases what 
the Hulk would be like if he was on yeah. a rampage. Like, if he was uncontrollable. Like, it's kind of a callback to the comic arc World War Hulk, which pretty much shows Hulk returning from Planet Hulk and pretty much launching a full-out war against the Avengers. Hulk wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Hulk is like one of the most powerful, if not characters the most powerful. in the comics. In the comics, in the, comic. in the comics, he literally can't lose because he just keeps building more rage and rage. Yeah, like yeah. The, one of the most interesting comics is like Hulk versus Wolverine. It's like yeah, yeah, and Hulk versus Deadpool. It's like it's insane. <laughs> I know. It's when it's okay. when yeah. a immovable object meets an unstoppable force. Yes. Yeah, okay. I feel like people said, but I, I really like this. I think for me, Hulkbuster versus Hulk is one of the greatest fight scenes in the MCU. For it me, does it, have a bit of a problem, though, because it cuts between the Hulk terrorizing citizens and, like, destroying things and then the Tony Stark comedy. But it's kind of, like, yeah. weird. Shift, I guess. No, but. but this scene really showcases Tony Stark's comedy. He's like, "Go to sleep." Yeah, I know, but sleep, it's sleep, that was hilarious. That's, that's what I'm complaining me. about. It's like it doesn't. It's it's, it's uh. Yes, it fits his character, but it doesn't mean it's good. That's what I keep saying. Is like it's funny, it but it it doesn't fit. It doesn't. I don't think it fits very well. Um. It doesn't. I feel like. It, it fits what Tony Stark would do in the scene. Like I, I agree with Kate on this. It's point. natural. It's it's natural for his character. Yeah, but then again, it's just okay. I'm just trying to point out there's a there's a weird contrast, kind of a weird feeling between the Hulk terrorizing people and Tony Stark making jokes about it. It just doesn't doesn't sit very. I actually never really. Yeah. Uh, the, I never really felt that way. I guess because. I thought this does a really great job of combining those elements because at first you see the Hulk terrorizing people and even at the end you see the Hulk and seeing everybody run away and stuff and seeing him as the monster. I just think... But it also allows Tony Stark to show Tony Stark. It allows Tony Stark to make his signature quips, which I think is really well done. It also shows that yeah, Tony Stark think... is can handle himself, and I really like this fight scene because it's one of the few fight scenes which show the Hulk being beat by another Avenger, and yeah. in this form, Tony just... Stark. It also shows the Hulk. Kate, 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 we, have, we have to get moving. Kate, we have to get moving. <laughs> Kate, we really have to get moving. I keep trying to say something. Uh... But yeah, I just think that to quote George Lucas, they may have gone too far in some places. So I don't know. Yeah, and then uh, at the end of the fight, the building collapse looks great. Um, great CGI on that, and the dust particles. We we had yes. we had a with in the first Incredible Hulk. We did, we discussed the dust particles doesn't look that good. Like the CGI was off of that. Yeah, They've, they have some problems. How you notice it is you noticed how the du- the the dust and debris interacts with other things and how like it looks in contrast to other things it's definitely an improvement yeah what we're seeing it is better the The hulkbuster cgi was great yes and then at the end the hulkbuster punches hulk and it mimics like the thor punch from avengers yep 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 um 
Yeah. And then we go Barton's family, which is my favorite sequence in the film. Yeah, it's great yeah. development for him, and it shows yeah. it plants the seed for civil war with Captain America and Iron Man chopping wood, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this movie has a lot of setup for civil war. I've noticed like a lot of things that you wouldn't notice, yeah. unless you've seen yeah. later movies. Yeah, yeah, this movie is much better on a rewatch. Yeah. Can I just say, I feel like this. I feel like this scene between Nat and Banner is just a little weird. Would you guys agree? No. In I feel so aspects. That was interesting. That was really interesting because I guess you see like Nat saying, "I would have joined you." She has like this like seventies vibe. She has like a different vibe, I guess, to her. I don't know why, but she's like a girl from like the it's because of the mind control. I feel kind of just kind of screwing with her mind, maybe still like she got kind of. Yeah, Is I even... feel like that would. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, this scene seems like a scene from like the seventies or something. Yeah. Well, I I don't understand well, why you're saying the seventies. Care. I don't I don't understand what you're saying, but I think it's good. I think it's great performances from each act from each actor. I mean. Uh, the the acting is great. I just find the scene a little weird. The dialogue, I think, also works really well in developing both of their characters and why they like each other, but also why they can't be with each other. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but uh, in a deleted scene, this ends in a very different way with yeah. uh, Natasha storming out. But I don't think that works very well. I agree. Um, so I think I think the ending for this one, and I think this whole scene in general, is very very good. I think that, yeah, I agree. The deleted scene was not as good as this scene. Yeah. Or I think they cut it down. Yeah, but I think it creates the scene, as Van says, develops both characters more, which I think is really cool because Black Widow, you see her a lot, but you don't really know much about her. You don't really know much what they did to her in the Red Room or her past. Like, this movie gives little glimpses of each character's past or Black Widow's Features. past. Yeah. Okay. Tony and Cap scene is next, right? Uh, then there's like... Is that the next one? Well, they're talking about the Red Room. Oh, you want to go to the room? Okay. Um, yeah, they talk about the Red Room. Um, and that's just like... This movie cuts sterilization a lot of flack and... for that scene. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they, they just... Uh, it helps develop Black Widow's character extremely well and how she's, like, tormented by herself. And it mirrors Hulk, who's kind of tormented by herself. So, yeah. Um, they both can never have kids, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And the Hulk, uh, there's one line that's kind of weird where he says, today the world saw the real Hulk for the first time, but what about Incredible well, Hulk? Because, oh. you know, he was all but over the But that movie's kind of like... We don't discuss that. Incredible <laughs> Hulk, yeah, yeah, we don't I know, they forgot that. about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, in I think what he means by that, it's the first time that they see the Hulk in Banner's eyes. What Banner sees as the Hulk. Because the yeah. Banner sees Hulk as a monster. But you look at, like, the Battle of New York yeah. and stuff like that. He's not a monster, he's a hero and stuff like that. But Banner still sees himself as yeah. a monster yeah. because of that. So, um, what... Yeah, I think Quinn... Right, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's what I got from it. Just him, see, everyone getting to see what he sees at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. The Cap and Tony scene is next. 
they're chopping wood. I love this scene. Which I think, me too. I think it's really well done. Like, uh, yeah. also just the scene where Captain America just tears apart that wood with his yeah, bare hands. Yeah, in half. That's crazy. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It also just kind of develops both the characters more and also starts hinting at stuff at civil for Civil War as well. Yeah, which I yeah, think does, does a really good job of doing it, of showing the unrest between Captain America and Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, um, and then Fury shows up in the barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was kind of like confused, like what are they talking about? I mean, just the dialogue was kind of weird. Well, and he also uh, I didn't understand what they were saying. Tony kind of brings up his whole point of his character legacy. That's kind of this big thing about Tony is legacy, what he's going to leave behind, right? Yeah. Yeah. More so later on. Oh, no, no, no. He's it's brought up in no. Iron Man two and also Iron Man one. Yeah. Oh, Iron Man two. And Iron Man one. Iron Man and Iron Man one. He's like, I don't want to be remembered by the person who sold weapons and stuff like that. And then Iron yep. Man two, yes. like, yep. I don't want to be the person who lost to like a villain or something like that. Sort of. Yeah. So his whole thing is about yeah. legacy, and he does get a great legacy after. Yeah, he had an amazing legacy. Like spoilers. So no, yes, <laughs> kind of, but, but yeah, but so uh, I want to point out the Thor cave vision, which sets up so the Infinity Stones, and then well done at starting the Infinity Gauntlet. Like if you yeah. notice, like the shape where you see the four stones in a row, and this, and you see a vision that looks like the Infinity Gauntlet. It's also the one of the first hints of the character of Vision and. His setup, so yeah. Oh yeah, because he sees a vision. Yeah, yeah. The like eyes that's opening. that's that's kind of like Vision's name is just yeah Thor's vision, and then they shorten it to Vision. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. also, this is the first time we really see a look at awakened Thor, right? Because we see lightning coming out of his body, not coming out of Mjolnir. So yeah, Mjolnir. Mew, mew. <laughs> and then, mew, mew. and then there's the a deleted scene which shows the yeah. god, the three god, the goddess the Norns. Norm, the Norns possessing Thor, and there's a lot more dialogue and stuff in that scene. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I think yeah. the the other it's one so... is much better, even though it's still really weird. Yeah, well, um, a lot of this movie is weird, but you just gotta accept yeah. it. Yeah. Like... No, but sometimes I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite lines uh between thor or not thor um iron man and uh fury where he's like i cracked the pentagon's firewall in high school in a dare from a yeah um again just show how smart he is and hawkeye's good at darts oh on a dare on a dare you forgot to say on a dare no i said on a dare Oh, you didn't. Sit on there. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Hawkeye. Hawkeye is also good at darts because. Accuracy and aiming skills. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this this whole scene where they're sitting at the table just really humanizes the Avengers. It's like they're they're gods that are weakened. They're still humans. So. Yeah, it kind of shows them as a family. Yes. Like. Yeah, I mean, again, like Kate was saying, they humanizes them more. Yes. Uh, yeah. Where? where oh, hey, and then the next scene is the Scarlet Witch the... scene. 
the Scarlet Witch touching the uh, uh, cradle yeah. and finding out Ultron, the, Ultron the vision the of the Ultron destroying the world. Yes. Yeah. And the uh, vibranium uh, tissue is melding with. It's yeah. weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that's, Science, um, I don't understand. It, yeah. Yeah, and in Infinity, uh, the Infinity Stone uh, is in the scepter. It's cool yeah. little like reveal there, and um, I can't understand my notes. <laughs> so when oh, I remember yeah, looking I at my school notes, I'm like, what did I write here? Don't I don't have anything else in that on that scene. Yeah, uh, it also uh, I have a little bit just Ultron kind of. Again, acting like a child in that scene, he over he overreacts and just freaks out, sort of basically. Yeah, and it's well, like he no, was no, no, born no. yesterday. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think he means to act like a child. I think he's just trying to be like sarcastic and funny, like yeah, kind of like Tony Stark. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so... uh, another thing that I love that I've never thought of before. Tony Stark is talking, and they're like, "How do you?" Or someone is talking. And they say, "Like, how do you find a needle in a haystack?" And he says, "You bring a magnet." I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty smart. I don't know. It's just weird. I've never thought of that before. <laughs> I know. Yeah, okay, and then there's Korea chase scene. Soul. Yeah. I really hurt my ears. When... <laughs> I hurt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I I, okay. I do it right by my dresser and on my desk and on my desk there's like knobs and stuff like that and I leaned down to fix something oh. and it got caught on all the knobs uh, and I went up and it ripped out of my ears. Ow! Rip. <laughs> okay, so Korea fight scene. I really yep. like the scenes where you see Black chase. Widow riding a motorcycle. Yeah. And as you. Even though you didn't say one-liners, I'm gonna have to point out this one-liner. It's Black Widow uh, saying, "I'm always picking." Yep. Yeah, that I think is really well done, or at least I like that line a lot. Also, Cap yeah. puts Ultra in a headlock. How badass is that? Yeah, that's the. <laughs> oh no no no! He ch- he chokes right. a robot like that's the dumbest what? thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, so. it's, it's just funny. It's funny. Uh, no, I think he was trying to pull his shield through Ultron's neck. That's what I, yeah, I think he was that, trying to break off sense. Ultron's neck. Okay, yeah. uh, just one other thing on the Black Widow cycle. In the comics, like, every single hero or villain has their own like, um, vehicle. So there's, like, the vehicle? Black Widow cycle. Yeah, it's like the Spider-Man cycle. What? It's just, like, stuff like that. They all Thanos have their copter. own. In the comics? Thanos copter, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, Invisible Jet, Wonder Woman. Yeah, a lot of super yeah, yeah, exactly. Batmobile. Yeah, Batman. They, a lot of them have a uh, that. Yeah, exactly. They have a lot of um, they have their own vehicles that are named after. So Black Widow cycle. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a good chase. Uh, it's a good chase scene, and it's also on location. Uh, in yeah. Korea. And they shut. They had to shut down a lot of street, like the city streets. Um, but this was oh, and this film was also one of the first films to really showcase his career, and yeah. it's like technological wonders. Yeah, this film does a lot of world hopping or world hopping. No, not world hopping. City hopping. 
hopping Royal around. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I forget what the, the phrase is. Like a, Not in Star Wars uh, yet, or Guardians. Yeah. No, uh, globetrotting. Globetrotting. Globetrotting, the yes, yeah. there it is. Brain time. Yeah. Big brain cade. Okay, one of the... uh Oh, and the, the twins join the Avengers, kind of. They're no. on the side. Uh, they're they're they helping them out in the train. I know, but uh, like one, one of the weird not... things with the train, I don't like that because the train just keeps going after it goes off the tracks and it keeps going like at that same speed. That's not how that works. It, yeah, the same speed that just oh, but it gi- okay. but it gives the twins something to do and showcases their abilities working for good. But the one I scene I have a problem with afterwards is how the twins were easily able to convince Captain America that Tony Stark is bad, that they shouldn't get the cradle to Tony Stark. I didn't really like that yeah. scene because they were Captain yeah, America what? was easily convinced. And also, why does he again, like I was saying, why does he trust him so easily, so fast? They were just literally on the offensive side that. for the whole movie until this point. Yeah. Just because you helped him one run. It could be a trick. It could be a plan. So that it just—it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Like, why does he believe them? Like that part I yeah. didn't like. Yeah. And then there's okay, a so... mini civil war afterwards. Yes. Mini civil oh. war, which was kind of cool. Like the vision. Or okay, so this is like the whole vision sequence. Um. Right. That's the next scene. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, so Stark created, Jar- Stark created Jarvis, right? Mm-hmm. So isn't Jarvis AI already, like, before Ultron? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, so why did they make such a big deal about not being able to create AI at the beginning? No, 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 they, were, they, they couldn't create one that was compatible with the Ultron neuron. Yeah. They were trying to create one that was a mix okay. of the two. Yeah. And they couldn't create one that was functioning yeah. properly. Okay. So they already created AI, but they didn't create the AI that Ultron was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Vision is one of my favorite characters Paul in the MCU. Paul Bettany is amazing. He's also... Vision is also really powerful in this movie. Like, in the future yeah. movies, he's kind of underpowered. He's kind of nerfed because he's so powerful. They had yeah. a nerf room in the game's code. No. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, the original Blade Runner? No. Yes, Deckard Shaw. Yeah, and he rem- the Vision reminds me a lot of the villain. Uh, yeah. Especially the ending. Reminds yeah, me the a ending. Lot. That, that, uh, that's the, what reminds the, me. The ending the where he did... No. <sighs> Spoilers, god damn it. <laughs> Vance, when did Blade ending... come out? Blade Runner came out in 1982. You haven't seen it, Quinn. I don't <laughs> exactly. care. Guys, I've had so many movies spoiled at this point. I don't really care. I hate having movies spoiled for me. Me too. I, I seriously that, that, that. hate having movies spoiled for me. So I'm going to cut spoilers. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of the Tears in the Rain speech at the end. Um, if you know what I'm talking about. And then the end of this where it's the they're talking about Ultron. The last Ultron bot in Vision. Just yeah, they're oh, they're very similar. Was it the last Ultron bot? That's the big question. Because the last me, Ultron bot like... that they show. Okay, 
Because for me, I feel like Ultron would have probably created a backup plan. He probably would have created more bots. And Paul Bettany also, or not Paul Bettany, Vision reminds me of Dr. Manhattan a little bit. Yes. uh, From Watchmen. His birth reminds me, it goes great. The crazy music is what, oh no. Vision's birth has crazy music, which goes great to the alien feel of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, also, somehow he's worthy. So, is it just because he's a machine? Yeah, I was going to say because he's a machine. He's not actually technically living. Yeah, that's what it is. Also, I love the so cape. So technically... Puts the cape on to mimic Thor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so technically Ultron can lift Thor's hammer. Hammer. Because he's a robot. Yes. So would Ultron yeah. be worthy? Yeah. Well, I guess it I... Does, doesn't technically count. Wait, but then why would they trust Vision after Vision lifts Thor's hammer? So, because... I, I have a thing on that. I'm wondering if, if it's kind of also based on morality, even if it's a machine. Because Vision, Vision at that point had just been born. So we had done nothing wrong, nothing bad at that time. Because we never seen him lift the hammer again, right? No, he swings it. He smashes Ultron with what, what, Kate, what like, I mean, this is terribly well-balanced. I mean, outside this movie, I mean, Cade. We never see him lift the hammer yeah. again. After he's joining, like, the Sokovia Accords and stuff like that. So, what I think is, yeah. just, I think it was because he was just born. And he hadn't done anything wrong. And he yeah. hadn't formed any ideals or anything like that. That he was able to lift yeah. it. And he hadn't had any experiences that would change his opinion and stuff like that. Okay, so we're introduced to Friday, the new Jarvis AI. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. It's not. As, oh, wait, not no, there's wait, there's no. too much like there's, there's funny too trick. much personality in it. You know, like Jarvis had like the perfect amount of personality through like not a super expressive voice. Yeah, like monotone sort of as well. But Friday has a too much of an expressive voice, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So in the scene where in the scene where you, I didn't really notice, but so in the scene where you see Tony Stark selecting the chips there's one scene there's one chip that says Todadashi and that's from Big Hero 6 that's a Big Hero 6 reference mm-hmm. oh cool I think it's really interesting is got... Big Hero 6 in MCU? it's, okay, it's, it's, Marvel it's a Marvel movie, right? movie yeah but it's not MCU no it's not No, no. Yeah. it was a nice touch in the comic yeah yeah Baymax yeah so if you guys don't know, it's it, that okay, I don't know the name, but that's the creator of Baymax, the, like Baymax AI and stuff like that. Dashi. Dashi. Yeah. 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 Silent tear for that for all our boy Tadashi. <laughs> okay, wait. One thing I didn't really get is during the team up scene, you surprisingly, yeah, during the p- battle prep scene, you see Quicksilver in a room with a lot of shoes. How would they have a lot of shoes for Quicksilver that fits Quicksilver feet in yeah. Avengers Tower? Because he's new to the Avengers. As well oh, as yeah. a garb fitting Scarlet Witch. Which doesn't make sense. I like that costume a lot more than what it is in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all agree I on mean, that. It's still like I mean she's still like wearing a corset, but it's still like in the comics it's just a nightmare. <laughs> no, but in the co- but in the comics, they're gonna bring it back with Wanda Vision. 
They're gonna show yeah, a comment after. That's one of the scenes that we've seen in the trailer so far. Yeah, I I should watch those trailers. Um, yeah, yeah. The city watch. lifting looks great. I think that's the next yes. scene. The city lifts up. Wait, no. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, no. There's um Black Widow and Ultron's conversation where Ultron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultron and becomes vibranium. That is a good scene. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, that scene shocked me for the first time. I was like, "What just happened?" But now rewatching it, I can understand it because I'm older. Again, Ultron's always trying to improve himself. Excuse me, Ultron's always yeah. trying to improve himself, and then this is just the next step in yeah. his evolution. He feels because he's very, very focused on evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. My next note is: I mean, the battle ha- is. Wait. Uh, wait, I have a question before that. Battle. You go ahead, Gade. Uh, yep. How many? How many bodies can Ultron be in? Because that's never really clear Infinite. at the same time. He can be anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Until Vision the same cuts time? him out. Until Vision cuts him out, yeah. What I think he did okay. is he created another AI to run the Ultron bots. Yeah. Because uh, he yeah. Sw- when he swaps into the bots, the eyes turn red. Is That's when you can tell it's Ultron. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a funny note in my thing. So, you know when all the Ultron bots are attacking and stuff like that? You kind of just see them all kind of crawling on the ground? Do you know how I would deal with yeah. them if they were in real life? Henry, Snickers bar, just let them loose. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, that was a bad joke. Oh, yeah. That was a bad also, joke. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also Bruce Banner's surprising ease at finding na- na- Natasha. Like, yeah. he found Easily, like that kind of yeah, stuff. and no one was there to like to guard, guard her. What? Yeah, that makes sense. It was also I guess, right... like, I guess he's he's trying to lure them there. I guess also, why would he keep her right by where the engine was, like the power yeah. thing? Like she could so easily yeah. sabotage that. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Oh, uh, another one of my favorite scenes: the Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch scene. That's my next note. Um, yes, the speech. The, I really like city, that. He's flying the robot, fighting an army of robots, and I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. very well done. It's great. It's probably my favorite. What? Um, there's okay. There's a lot of good lines in this movie. Yes, there's very good one one-liners in this movie. Um, yeah. Well, not just one. Not just one-liners, because that's also, technically that's not yeah, a good point. Yeah, no, line just itself, lines itself. Like You're right. Speech. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, it's lines a, itself. It's, it's a good, pretty, pretty good script. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, the I noticed another thing is the Avengers theme doesn't play in this movie. Um, it kind of does. Not that partially because no. it's a different guy who scores it. It's Brian Tyler, I think. Yeah, Brian Tyler. Oh yeah. Um, Wait, he scored Iron Man but, three for the Dark World. Um, oh, so, so Alan great movies. Yeah, Alan uh, Silvestri didn't score this one, but he does go on to score uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Um, so they they for this one they adapted the theme into something else. Okay. Well, they they modified it to be something else, like kind of like you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, adapted. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I want to point out, for me, one of the greatest shots in this entire movie. It's really beautiful. I really like the shot where you see Ultron 
um, floating above the city with mountains in his background, which I think is really beautiful because with the mountains and like everything, it's just really well done. Just crop Ultron out of there and you're good. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and then I also said Captain America's speech. If you get killed, walk it off. If you hurt, hurt them back and stuff like that. Which is another yeah, great yeah. speech by Captain America. Great political yeah. speaker. Uh, and Ultron has great military military strategy. Like him taking yeah, down yeah. Taking Thor out because, yeah. 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 Okay. So then there's a short little scene where uh, Quicksilver is hit by a bullet. Um, gets scratched by a bullet. Of, yeah. Um, I know. It's just like. Yeah. Him just running, like, just him looking I mean, at him running set, and like, oh. It sets up like how he dies, but it's still, it's just. He can move. It's I know. Like, you shouldn't you die know. from bullets or even get hit by bullets. Like, oh my god, it's dumb. <laughs> I know. I his death is, I think, one of the dumbest deaths out there because if he's yeah. so fast, couldn't he just pick up Hawkeye and the kid and so? Or even why couldn't he just like grab something, pick it up, and put it in front of Hawkeye? Like, yeah, or do what Quicksilver does in. Uh, past and move, move the bullets out of the way. Yeah, that's so dumb. That could make the argument that he didn't know that the bullets were there because that's what it's like in this scene. And he like didn't know the bullet was coming towards him. But the reason he runs after them is because there's bullets there. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's so he knows dumb. the bullets are there. Yeah. So what I took it as is it was right about to hit Hawkeye, and he. The way it was timed, it was he got hit right as he pushed Hawkeye out of the way, or right as he was about to run into it. So that oh, why did he just move the bullets out of the way? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. Again, different Quicksilvers have different abilities. It's just, it's just how. Yeah, this guy gets this guy gets really tired really fast. This is the only Quicksilver I no. This is the only speedster I know who can't like freeze time and like move bullets like the Flash can, yeah. like. The Quicksilver yeah. from Day of the Future Past. This Quicksilver is totally weak. Like, yeah. so I'm kind of glad they didn't keep uh, it. Yeah. So, um, how does he die in the comics? Because you said he died in the comics, right? There's which way do you mean? <laughs> well, what's a way that he dies in the comics? Uh, Scarlet Witch kills all the mutants at once. Oh, what? lovely. Yeah, it makes more sense. Wolverine? She, yeah, she Deadpool? has a mental breakdown and kills every single mutant at once. How can she kill Wolverine? That was Jean though? Grey. She's in a mega yeah, level. That was Jean Grey. No, 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 no. Scarlet Witch does it as well. Jean. The House of X comics. She erases all mutants. I feel like Wolverine would be able to survive that because he would just heal back into existence. She erased him from existence. She yeah. erased every mutant. She had a mental breakdown, even killed her own children. Did oh, you read that? I guess that I guess that solves that debate. <laughs> that's what that's that it's the, the House of X comics. You should read it. It's good. But it's what one division yeah, is based uh, off of, which I'm scared about. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I mean Boy. <laughs> that's what one... I feel like in one, I feel like in WandaVision, she's gonna create like this different reality where vision is alive and stuff. Like Well, we've seen them alive have... in that reality. Yeah, yeah, she creates a different. She has twins in that. She has or baby at least in that show in that 
TV show. At least you can tell. Because in Probably. one scene, she's visibly pregnant in the trailer, and then another scene, there's, cr- there's cradle with, tw- with babies in it. Like, tw- there's yeah. two cradles. Okay, another. Okay, Maybe that shows back, Quicksilver back, and back, Wanda when they were younger, though. Two cradles know, that might back, show. Moving back into the movie. Yeah, Maybe Quicksilver. Let's, let's, let's get back into the movie. Um, Black Widow riding the, home. Oh yeah, that's kind of weird. But then she get bucked off, yeah, and how was she even able yeah. to ride him? It doesn't make sense. How is she like controlling him too? Yeah, I don't get yeah. that. So okay, well, while the city is rising into the air, uh, one the air gets thinner, so they wouldn't be able to run around as much. They'd get tired, and yeah. they'd start to get limited. and it would be much, and it'd be harder to breathe, and it'd be much much colder too. Mm-hmm, like you'd mm-hmm. be able to see their breath, so they're all like, I, I can confirm because I like to go hiking. And I I know Vance is too. I don't know, Kay, do you like to go hiking? Yeah. Okay, so I know just from reaching like seven thousand five hundred feet in elevation to eight thousand feet, the the air is so much thinner up there than it is just a little bit lower, yes. and sort of breathe already then. Okay. And they obviously went higher than mountains, so yeah, they yeah. went super high. But then that might explain Quicksilver's death because he could have been tired and stuff. And why? Then why did no one else get tired, Cade? Yeah, because Hawkeye was tired. Hawkeye Hawkeye's a normal see... guy though, and he's uh, running around. Hawkeye wanted to kill Quicksilver. There was there was a. Quick... I know that was hilarious. He's like nobody would know. <laughs> he aimed yeah. the arrow. And he's like nobody would know. Nobody would know. I saw. I saw. Yeah. He's under. He was under. Uh, he was under Ultron's butt. Ultron. <laughs> he's getting squished by Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. So I, I always thought that the helicarrier was the day six month. I was just about to bring up the helicarrier. Yeah. The yeah. You guys have an yeah, issue with this? Like... I don't. Well, no, no. But before I mean, that, though, I like Black Widow and Captain America conversation. Like, it doesn't mean us. It doesn't mean that we're gonna get out of this alive, which I think is really well done because it shows the grim stakes that they have, and that yeah, they're willing yeah. to accept their fate of death, which I really like. Yeah, so Vance, why do you feel like the helicarrier isn't a good thing? Because you've always said that you don't like the helicarrier scene in this. Yeah, because Shield is gone, and they're able. Nick Fury is able to come up with a staffed helicarrier, well, and bring well, it over there without I actually, explanation. I actually have something. Earlier, I think it says that Nick Fury has all the had all the connections that he needed. And because of that, I think he used some of the some of the connections that he still have to get the helicarrier. And one of the um, one of the shield agents on the helicarrier is from Winter Soldier, from the shootout, the Mexican standoff. Remember? Yeah, yeah. The like it's top loaded or stopped and loaded or yeah. So and he kind of reminded me of this character from Great Show: How to Get Away with Murder. Oliver. Okay. Okay. So you guys seen uh, that show? No. We're no. we're gonna stick to the movie this time. Oh, good. Uh, Vance, yeah. I have another counterclaim to what you said the Helicarrier having an issue with it. So Okay. Again, Nick Fury is a elite spy who is super paranoid about everything. Why would he not keep a soup like a secret Harry Killer just in case away from everyone else? Okay, why did yeah. they say that? 
Because to me, it's hinted at. It's something you don't have to say. It, it's to you, it's hinted show, at. Okay. It's show, not tell. Show, not tell. It's it's show, not tell, but they don't show anything. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I also just say that kind of a little bit on the topic of the Hellcares, the lifeboats are really cool looking. Also, yeah. better than the Titanic's, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. It's 100 years, well, there, man. There's also great. <laughs> war Machine. Yeah, finally it's, a good War Machine fight. I know. It's And then I really like the scene where you see War Machine fighting, and then Vision just comes in, and he's like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Where is Falcon in this fight? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, the actor probably had to go somewhere yeah, he else. Yeah, probably did. Know. But like, still, they should have come up a reason. I mean... It's hinted yeah. at that, like, again, like the Bucky looking for Bucky as well. Yeah. Yeah, he could be looking for Bucky. The Thorn Vision um, team up. I, that's my next note. The Thorn Vision team up. Is there anything before that? I had the scene of Scarlet Witch oh. walking out. That was a while. Yeah, like, that's a good scene. Yeah, um, I think it's really well done. There's another thing. There's another little sequence where Cap throws his shield and the camera follows the shield, like, hitting everyone. And that's a lot like. No, no, that was when Thor hit Captain America's shield. Again, no, where is when... No, 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 no. Hit... It's when Cap. Okay, it's, I'm... it's. No, it's, it's when, when Thor Cap... hit Cap. Cap... Okay, okay. Can I finish? <laughs> Cap throws his shield and it hits a bunch of people, and the camera follows it. It mimics the scene from Thor one, where he throws his hammer and it follows the hammer hitting everyone. So, yeah. It was hit. By, it was hit by Thor. I, I know the yeah, exact Thor hit the shield. Yeah, Thor hit his shield Gee, look. and bounced around. Okay. Thor <laughs> hits his shield. Thor <laughs> hits the shield. Okay. Oh, it's Hammer. He's playing baseball. <laughs> okay. It's, a, it's, more it's, it's cool because it shows a new combination. Yeah. There's another one where they like hit each other. Oh, this is in the beginning, but they hit the yeah, he hits the hammer with the shield. And yeah. it creates it's like a sonic wave, shock wave in one direction, which is kind of weird. Surprised me. Yeah, but Wouldn't whatever. It be in both directions. It would be or in all directions. Three? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. The team. The, I, Ultron the, looks like a bionicle. It looks like a bionicle. Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, this movie had bigger stakes than the original Avengers. Yeah, I because uh, instead of just Loki conquering absolutely. Earth, it's the destruction of Earth itself or the population itself. Which I feel like each Avengers movie keeps raising the stakes. I would agree. I don't know. Well, I, th- I well, because they like the aliens attacking, aliens attacking New York. Loki was just trying to conquer the world. Ultron was trying to destroy yeah, it. Yeah, not to, yeah, yeah. Bigger stakes. So yes, yeah, so, I mean bigger stakes. I just always feel, I also feel like that uh, Ultron's a better villain than Loki is. At least the first Loki. Me too. Oh yeah. Uh, at least for well, me. Is, at least for me. Yeah, Loki like is overused. Loki is so overused. I agree. Was a fan favorite. Um, That's why. Yeah. Uh, this is the first movie where Thor isn't against Loki. Or isn't fighting yeah, Loki yep. in some way. But, yeah. Uh, Thor, Thor is in a movie. Dark that, World. Yeah. yeah. 
So oh, Thor's in the movie that doesn't have Loki in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the next scene that has the church scene. Do you have anything before that, guys? Like the all team up fight scene with the church. Oh yeah, I don't have anything. I had Quicksilver's terrible line of saying, "This is Shield." That's for me a terrible line of him. This is what Shield should I be. Mean, yeah. Why? And I don't know. I just didn't like it because it shows that it tries to make it seem like Quicksilver is going to be a big part of the MCU, but it just doesn't come across right. I think I just, the whole point uh, is I don't just. Know. I, th- I think it's fine. I think I, the whole point of it is to set up uh, Captain America saying this is what Shield should be. Yeah. Um, and I think that's. Yeah, a but good then line. the Quicksilver. No, no, it's not Cap. I have a problem with Quicksilver's line. I know. We're, 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 yeah, I know. This is Shield. Yeah, I'm I fine know, with Captain I, America's line. I think it's fine because silver. Cap because it sets up Captain America's line. I think that's that's why it's fine. And I also don't have a problem with it. Um, this is Shield because he had a misconception of what Shield was. Right? Like, yeah. Shield is a terrible. It thing. never says America it though. It's a bad thing. It never says. Well, no, they hated yeah. Tony Stark, and Tony oh, Stark worked with Shield, Stark so he hated. Bad thing. Yeah. So he's like, this is S.H.I.E.L.D.? Really? This is what S.H.I.E.L.D. is? This is crazy. Well, because yeah. also, this people have only seen the perception of, like, the Hydra S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what a lot of people saw as well. Okay, so the church scene, in my opinion, is amazing. Them just teaming up together and yeah. showing off all their powers and stuff like that. Wait, the, wait, we skipped Iron Man and Ultron's confrontation. Which one? I like, don't remember. The uh, first time we see Iron Man's new suit, the Mark Forty. See... Uh, no, no, Kate. We we he's only uses one suit this whole movie. Oh, he uses suit. two. He at the end battle oh, he has a new suit. Five at the end, I think. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Because at the beginning it's the Mark Forty Three. Yeah. All right. Okay. I also <laughs> I love the scene right after the church scene as well, where Thor, Iron Man, and Vision are all just shooting at Ultron, and that. Yeah. Wait, but. Uh, but that scene, they should have kept firing at Ultron. It doesn't make yeah. sense that they would stop the laser beam. Yeah, why would, because would they, stop? It would, they should have killed Ultron in that laser. They they shouldn't have stopped firing it. And that led to quick so, so many unneedless deaths. Yeah, and then also, this is the first time we really see Vibranium get melted down, sort of. Because he's made of Vibranium, and yeah. we see it started to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. So now we know what can break Vibranium. Uh, Iron Man's repulsor shot. Uh, Thor's lightning and Vision's mind stone ability. So mixed together. Mixed together. Mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mixed. It's a concoct. It still cocktail. takes a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I don't. I have a okay. little. I my my notes skip ahead a little bit. So you guys. You got... Falling city. Wait. Uh, so let's check yeah. about the. Wait. Do you guys have any more notes on the church scene? Because. No. Uh, I feel like it's really good of showing each Avenger, but there's just one shot for me that didn't make sense. Hawkeye throwing his bow. Wait, uh, he throws his bow? Yeah. yeah I didn't notice that. Sense. Weird. Yeah. Uh, I, whenever I watch that scene, that's the one thing I noticed, just Hawkeye throwing his bow. Like, yeah. But then there's also this line before it, which I really like. I'm sorry, Vance, about for this one-liner, but is that the best you can do? Oh, yeah. You just had to ask. But there's like, this is what I wanted. All of you versus all of me, which shows that yeah. Ultron can create perfect harmony. 
at least in his point of view. I was like, what do you mean perfect harmony? <laughs> his point of view. Yeah. Okay. So. Vance frees up. Oh, wait, no. He's right there. I'm good. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then the falling city looks great. Um, and then they blow up the city and everything. And there's, and but, I love how this has serious repercussions. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, war. Me too. Um, can yeah. we talk about uh, uh, how like Wanda's breakdown right after she like finds out that Quicksilver's oh, dead? Yeah. No. Our, there's scary. the music is really well done. When Scarlet Witch tears out Ultron's heart, she's like, "That is how it feels." That scene is yeah. really well done. How did like, he, I think the acting for Scarlet Witch is amazing. How does she know that? And yeah. just this. How does she know that Quicksilver died though? She can sense that they have a connection. Feeling. <laughs> yeah. Force. And I mean. Seen where, oh, and when the scene oh, where she unleashes all of her red. rage. Yeah, the scene where all she releases is all of her rage and energy. It shows how powerful her powers can be. And that was just yeah, the start it shows of it. Yeah, it shows the start of her powers. Okay. Oh, they never actually call her Scarlet Witch, don't they? Uh, no, no, they, they call her a witch. They just call her Wanda. A witch. Or a witch. Yeah. Witch. Wanda. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Vision's uh, talk about Ultron. Can we talk Vision's about that? Talk about, this, this is my favorite scene in the movie. Yes. This is a great scene. It's, uh, uh, I watched a video on it, too. Uh, the video is like two, two AI sitting in a forest talking about humanity. And it like, sums up the whole thing. So mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, it's two different it's really out, well done because... two different outside perspectives on humans on the same and, on the same outlook yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh, obviously, that... like the ending line is like, "You're so naive." Well, I was born yesterday. Such a good line. Yeah, yeah. The the glass half full, uh, like talk sort of. Is it half full or half empty? It's both. Yeah. Both of them are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the, there's the introduction of the Upstate Avengers facility, which has a big role in future movies. Yeah, I mean, like it's really brought up in the next yeah. movie as well. Yeah, and yeah. there's there's no uh, meet up of all of the Avengers afterwards, like there was in Avengers One. No. They're all because well, like, Hulk's separated. gone. Hulk's gone. Yeah, Hulk left. Uh, and then Hawkeye has already returned to his farm at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Tony is coming there to say goodbye. Thor is also there to say goodbye. Thor is about to leave. Captain America, that's his new home. Yeah, and so is Black Widow. For me, the thing that doesn't make sense is later, you see Nick Fury and Black Widow talking. And she was like, a plane landed in Fiji. He probably jumped out and swam to Fiji. Yeah. And that has no impact on future the future MCU because... As revealed in Thor Ragnarok, this is not spoilers because it's in the yeah. trailers. The yeah. Hulk is on Sakaar. So pretty much yeah. that line doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it might just be a throwaway line. Yeah, but they lost the signal for it because mm-hmm. it's a stealth, so it could have just gone in space, right? That makes sense. Yeah, it was a new upgraded, updated version of a Quinjet that Tony built. Yeah, but I, uh, I don't, but this line there's this 
score says someone is playing an intricate game. And it foreshadows Thanos and stuff. It talks about Thanos, and I think it's really well done. But I don't get how Thor would know that because Ultron doesn't work for Thanos. Well, he had the he had the what's it called? He had the he had the vision of the stones and stuff yeah. like that, and the yeah. and the yeah. gauntlet. So that I guess that's what he's hinting at, talking about. Yeah. But also, okay. uh, there's a scene that Vance. I think he brought this up in the last Avengers movie or the last Thor movie. If you put a hammer in the elevator, does it go up? Is that yep. is that yep. a little weird? <laughs> this is what you're bringing up. Yeah. And I watched this and yeah. I was like, this is what he meant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I completely forgot about this. Yeah. Thing. It's- hilarious it's like yeah it's like the elevator's not worthy yeah. <laughs> and then they're talking they're talking about like the new avengers kind of and uh they saw he says they're not the 27 yankees i don't know if you guys understood that i, know. I did i did yeah the 19, 1927 when... yankees were known as the murderers row and are considered the best team in baseball history They've they were insane high. Got Babe Ruth, actually, Luke Gehrig, Tony Rodgers, uh, Bob Busell, Mark Koenig. Yeah. I want to point out something crazy. before that, though. There's Captain America saying he's a changed man from the person who went in the ice and wanted a family and stability. Captain America now feels at home in a military base with soldiers and stuff. Yeah. But this is later retconned in Endgame, which shows him sure. go. Hey, don't, don't 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 say anything. Yeah, I know, I know. We we know what you're saying. We know what you're saying. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I know. I had that good point. I just yeah yeah forgot. yeah. It's it's a good it's a good idea. So the last line is Captain America's tease of Avengers. He's gonna say a symbol yeah. afterwards, and then it it's just the cuts. tease cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it's kind of funny because. In the commentary, the director's commentary about this movie, they're like, the Avengers is an ever-changing roster, and they're like, yeah. this is the end of an era. But it kind of isn't, because by Civil War, the most of the Avengers are back together. Like, there's yeah. Hawkeye, who's back, Iron Man, who's back, Captain America, Black Widow. Like, the yeah. whole final shot doesn't really matter, because you don't get to see the new Avengers team in action. Yep. Or besides, maybe the opening of Civil War. It's but, torn apart yeah, so fast. Yeah, I agree. It's, tor- it, it's not giving time to develop. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the point, though. Mm-hmm. And it, it's also a lot like the comics, because in the comics, Avengers, the team is changing constantly. But it didn't... Re- no, but it doesn't really show them changing, because in every single Avengers movie, there's the core six. Because if the mm. team was changing, they yeah. wouldn't need the core six. Okay. I don't mind it. End credit scene? No? No. The greatest in my opinion. The things that the credits are going over top of is like a pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, like the Avengers statue. Yeah, it looks it's really sculpture. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Statue uh, sculpture, same I remember difference. seeing that in same thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, okay. the after credit, credit scene. End credit scene. Okay. For me, this is my favorite end credit scene in the MCU. It's so well done. Like, at least in my opinion, it's so good. Like, you see the chamber opening up. You see the Infinity Gauntlet. You see Thanos walk in. Like, this line, I think, in the MCU. Fine, I'll do it myself. He takes the gauntlet, 
and walks. It's so good, and I love Thanos' design. Like the end credit scene, in my opinion, is perfect, perfectly done. Yeah, it's, it's like, really short, it's short and sweet. It's good. It's the yeah, most but, comic accurate Thanos that we've ever seen. No, yeah. Okay. I mean, and the first time I wait, the first time I saw this. I was kind of confused. I was like, is Thanos going to be the next big villain in like a future movie? I did I didn't know I didn't know about the setup that was going on for like Infinity War and Endgame. So I was kind of confused about Thanos. I wasn't sure if he's going to be the next villain or Yeah, but now rewatching it, I really respect this scene. I love this scene. Really good. What are you going to say, Vance? Um I think Thanos looks too purple in this. He's like too bright purple. It just doesn't sit very well. It might be the lighting, but it's just way. Yeah, I think it's the bright. lighting because it's a bright room. It's very it's a, yeah, bright but... purple, and it's it's distracting. Well, it looks like the comic uh, Thanos. How he is like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I personally liked his design. Like, I, I think just a little design. a little darker purple would have been better. I think. Like um, Guardians, Thanos. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember exactly as well. Okay, that was. <laughs> I think we're done. I don't have any more notes. All my notes are done. Okay. So, so do you guys want to know the cost of the movie? Uh, yeah, money time. Yeah, I do. Okay, so the um, the movie costs three hundred sixty five million USD to make, which is a Jesus crazy amount. Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Three hundred sixty five million USD. No way! It that did. And it made 1.4 billion USD. That yeah. that those numbers just astound what? me. It's crazy. No. <laughs> just uh. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. That's insane. Is this the first? So for me, is this the first Marvel movie to hit over one billion dollars in, in box office? No. no. Avengers no. one. Avengers and oh, Iron Man three. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're Avengers right. was. You're right. I forgot. Yep. Like Avengers one was crazy successful. Yes. I know. It showed that they can still do. Yeah. But so, right. okay, the IMDb score is a 7.3, which for me is really low. And the Rotten Tomato yeah. score for the critics is like a 76. It used to be yeah. a 75. We went up one. Yeah, this movie was not received very well when it first came out. Um, but, like... People just don't give it a second chance. I think. I mean, if like, I know it's... if you haven't seen this movie in a while, go watch it again. You you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's it's pretty good. I think it's because so. people didn't realize how much setup there was for later movies in this movie. Yeah, and you I have to get used to, you have to get used to the tone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. This was Marvel's I mean... darker phase. Yeah, it's no, yeah. I mean, it's dark. Either. It's a it's. It's, it's not, a mixture. It's dark but lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mixture. But okay, I we forgot to say the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes is eighty-three percent, which is for me higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. The critic yeah. score is seventy-six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean uh, I like, would you agree with more the critics, Kate, or would you agree more with like the No I would I don't agree with the critics. I would raise the score a lot. I would yeah. at least put it in eighties. So, so you yeah, probably agree with the fans more. Yeah, I agree sure. with the fans more, for sure. Great. I feel like this is, yeah. So, favorite scene, guys? A Vision Ultron in the forest scene, for sure. Okay, yeah, that's mine as well. 
Okay. I think I've said my favorite Segment. line, but I also have another one that I want to say. Yeah, I've said my favorite line. Uh, you better okay. not be playing hide the zucchini. <laughs> okay. Nice touch, Tony. So nice touch. My, yeah. Okay, so my favorite scene is the whole vision section, like the Black Widow visions and stuff, and the Hulkbuster fight. Oh, and then I also yeah. really like the post credit scene. I think it's really well done. Um, it's interesting because yeah. this movie, uh, I remember in a lot of the other movies, our favorite scenes are fight scenes, but in this one, always fight scenes. There's a lot more depth in this movie that you can enjoy. So, a lot uh, there's a lot better depth. Yes, in this movie. Yes, I will agree with you on that one. Okay, it's uh, really rankings. underrated. It is underrated. It's extremely underrated. Rankings, um, I have it a four out of five, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, good. Four I, out of five, it's pretty good. I'd give it a four out of five to maybe a four point, uh, four point five out of five. I mean, it for me, it's hard to decide between the two because, like we were, like we were discussing, it's an underrated yeah, movie. Me too. But I feel a four is too low and a four point five is too high at times. I feel I just yeah because yeah. again, there's so many there's issues like we've discussed and there's also issues that. Like there's not like there's amazing parts of the movie and then there's also really bad parts of the movie. So I just I can't decide between the two. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, the first time I watched it, it was a five out of five. Okay, so during this rewatch, I the effect of the movie kind of wore off on me. I still think it's an amazing movie, but I guess I just got used to it, like used to the elements and stuff. <laughs> it's like nothing. It's yeah. not. Yeah, I'm used to like everything that happens. So. Didn't you say you watched this like ten times though? So, yeah, <laughs> maybe I mean, it's dulled down a little bit more for you than maybe the average watcher. Infinity War, that's dulled down for me. Yeah, a Kate, lot. Kate, how many times have you watched that? You watch it so much. Twenty-seven like, times. Kate has watched yeah, it twenty-seven times. That is yeah, insane. Yeah, and also very okay. impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So one of the by the end. Oh jeez. So one of the things um, about this movie is its contrast to the first Avengers movie, because the first Avengers movie, um, I, there's a great video going more in depth uh, by Phil Mento on the like comparing the two, but one of the things is that the aspect ratio is different and the cinematography is very different. You notice the first Avengers is shot in a like. A TV widescreen, and then this one is shot. Yeah, drunken wide and like a more uh, cinematic widescreen. Um, the cinematography is much brighter. Uh, I think it's two point three nine to one okay. versus two point. I didn't think it was two point five to one. I forget, but yeah, it's something. It's something. It's something crazy like that. I don't remember, yeah. but I don't remember exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the cinematography in this one too. Um, just the lighting is a lot uh, more expressive than the first one because the first one is a lot of flat, flat lighting. Um, the thing is, this movie—it's like comparing it to Avengers. I just Avengers has so much um, more meaning to me. Like, yeah, I, I just—I I, don't—I don't under—I don't really know why I like it better, but I just like it better. Like, it has a lot. More- like feel good kind of moments i guess 
which puts it above. It has like more nostalgia for me. I was gonna say, um, are you looking for it through rose-tinted yeah. glasses at all? Because that yeah, that's the issue of a lot am, of that's cause... a lot issue of a lot of older like earlier movies. We look at it through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I guess for Avengers, for me, I when I I look back at it and I think the final act is good, but up till that, for me, I feel like it's kind of dated. Like for me, I thought the suits were dated and stuff. Yeah, it's but, dated. But, but when I rewatch it, I always love it. Like it always surprises yeah. me. It's always better than I remembered. But this movie is kind of different a little. It's kind of it's like. Effect of this movie just stalls out a little, and I mean, this movie is fun to remember. It just doesn't really add anything special. Yeah, like Avengers is bona fide classic movie. Like people will be watching the original Avengers movie for decades. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna be like the yeah. Star Wars sort of, like A New Hope. This this movie is gonna be like the underrated sequel that is it's like one of the forgotten sequels because it's shoved in between avengers and avengers war and affinity wars again another one of those classics so yes and endgame as well endgame those classics as well yeah yeah yeah, for sure it's shoved between two massive cultural pop culture events two massive cultural events each one literally impact on yeah (laughs) Each one had a big impact on society or culture or our culture. Like and the Avengers showed what a team of movie could be. Infinity War, Infinity War rose the stake by combining all the franchises together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where would you guys rate this on your like tier list sort of? Um, I have a, well, I have a tier list and then I have rankings on my tier I, list. It's, Pretty high, but on ranking, it's uh, What's I, mean, uh I mean, ranking that's what I'm at. That's what I'm at. Yeah, rankings, not tier list. Um, uh, it is one, two, three, fifth. It's fifth. It's between First Avenger and Winter Soldier. It's above Winter, so it's above Winter Soldier and below First Avenger. Okay, okay, that's interesting. So, I, I know <laughs> I have this one at my third favorite movie. I have it above Avengers just because, like, I feel like, again, this movie's underrated. And I feel like the action scenes in this movie are a lot better, and the story that they can tell is a lot e- better, as well as the screenwriting, like, the, like the, just, uh, as well as the script as well. It's just, I feel like there's more things better in this movie than there yeah. was in Avengers. But I just enjoy Winter Soldier so much more. And, uh, again, Guardians is my favorite movie. Yeah. For me, I kind my rankings, like, Actually, very similar to Quinn's rankings, like very similar. I have it at my third spot because it's it's just because I'm basing it off of this rewatch. It if I rewatch this movie, it might change, but it's based off this one. The effect wore off on me, and I would rank it. I have Avengers and Winter Soldier first, Guardians second, and Age of Ultron third, because for Guardians, it just so funny and so good and so unique and like Avengers yeah. is like the first taste and I have so much fond memories of it. It's like really well done. Yeah. And Winter Soldier is the first movie that really like really recognized it's like the one of the only movies that 
like movie stars like Marlon Brand. Oh, wait, no, never mind. It's one thing. Marlon Brand. Yeah, once a soldier. <laughs> what? Just, I mean, yeah, no. It's one of those movies where directors <laughs> <What>? like. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. What do you say? Okay. You don't need to explain do yourself, Cade. Okay. Do you guys know the director Martin Scorsese? You know him. Yes. So he thinks that Marvel movies or superhero movies are pointless. He thinks that they're just yes cash grabs. But for me, Winter Soldier it's, is one of those movies yeah. that would defy his expectations because it's one of those movies that have a different tone, a great cast, and really great action scenes and yeah. i mean to be honest on the rewatch on the rewatch i did when i for the podcast i would have winter soldier below guardians and i, I would have it tied with the age of ultron but i don't know so yeah it's interesting uh steven spielberg also said that he thinks the marvel movies will go the way of the western or it's a yeah, big for a few years and then it fades off because it's the same story over and over again. But Winter Soldier defied that by making the political thriller and like action yeah. thriller. So, yeah, Winter Soldier really defied critics of the movies in a lot of ways. So you're you're right there. I also feel just because how big Marvel is, like comics wise that the story can be forever changing because of how many iterations that the story has gone through comics wise, at least this point, like look at like they're doing the Eternals. Now they're doing Shang-Chi. Like you would never think that comics like that would get like become more pronounced. It's kind of like guardians though. Yeah. Again, because guardians Guardians was the first step towards that happening because guardians, they pretty much took a bunch of obscure characters and made it into a big franchise. It's really paid off. Guardians was their least selling franchise comics wise. Yeah. So I don't know why they also invested so much money into it as well, but I am so glad they did. Yeah. It it was amazing. I agree. It's it so worth really it. Well done. Okay. Well back to Age of Ultron. Yep. Got anything else to say? Uh nope. Oh wait, wait, wait. I have one thing. So uh at the, the very beginning, I think is this the first time they changed up the intro cinematic for the Marvel logo? Yes, I, I quite like that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. It's I not, like the. Logo. I think it gets better and better. It's not the like the yeah. newest version, good, but it's still very good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I really like the newest version though because it shows like scenes from the Marvel movies and the logo, which is really showcasing how big the MCU has become, and so many great mm-hmm. scenes. It's yeah, so. how it's moved away from the comics. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. This was uh, the Tired uh, Podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. This one might take me a while to edit. Um, I'm sorry we couldn't get the guests that we promised on, but it's my our fault. plans changed. It's not just your fault, but our plans changed a lot. It's my fault also. So <laughs> our plans changed a lot. Fault. Wait. Um, <laughs> but yeah, next time... Uh, I'm excited because Ant-Man is one of my favorite like movies in general. Ant-Man. Really? Uh, it's yeah, Actually, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. It's interesting. Um, my parents hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Don't it know just why. I feel like for Ant-Man, it just doesn't have the same impact other movies to have. We'll we'll get to it once we get to it. That's why I like it so much. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get, get to get that. There. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, signing off. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys like this movie. It's really underrated. Yeah. Give it a rewatch if you hadn't seen it in yeah. a while. It's good. So get some popcorns to try right. to watch it. Great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great All movie. Right. Bye guys. Bye. See ya.